Welcome to Give Me the Tip Podcast. Amanda and Nira here, and it's podcast time. Proclaimed by the Upper Kirby community as number one podcast to listen to while sipping martinis. Southside, Edo, Fifth Ward, Hillcroft voted best interracial podcast. Critically acclaimed best podcast on a green couch. River Oaks District names them queens on stripping down life. Galleria Herald, number one show discussing life while drinking vodka. Loving life, stripping layers, giving the tip. Welcome to the house of Amanda and Nira. Entrepreneurs, philanthropists, mothers, and fuckers. Mm, just take the tip. Just take the tip. So today is special. Very special. We talk about the boozy. <laughs> We're going to talk about pussy bitches, which pertains to women, men, and children. Yeah, being little bitches. Yeah. Need to nut up. Nut up. Um, a few months ago, we were at El Tiempo, shocker, at the bar, drinking margaritas <laughs> with a girlfriend. And we were just talking about how these upcoming generations are, um, or even now, there's a lot of men that are just pussies. Literally, and and how to interact with that, how to deal with them, especially if you're in the dating world or if you're in um, a relationship where the guy is just weak, in my opinion, which we also refer to as a pussy. Mm -hmm. So she was talking, um, her name is uh, Patty Smith, we were all talking, and we're also talking about how it pertains to kids and in sports and having, you know, participation Everybody trophies, trophy. yeah, for participating, and I find that very disgusting. Um, it doesn't uh, teach you how to lose. It doesn't teach you how to be competitive. It just teaches you like everyone's a winner. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's people out there that don't agree with that or agree with what I'm saying, but I hundred percent don't agree with that. What yeah. do you think? No, absolutely. I think the lack of competition creates it. It takes away your the building the skills. You're building skills to mm-hmm. succeed. Correct. So if you take that away and everybody wins, like that's just stupid. It is. And I mean, you should learn how to lose. You should learn how to win. Yeah. Yeah. So Patty is in the in media field. She's been in that forever. TV, radio, ESPN, Texans, all that kind of stuff. And um, and so she had written us out like after our conversation, she went back and wrote us out like a little itinerary or whatever on different bullet points. Right. She's like, she loved the topic. Which, she yeah. was like, this is a great topic. And she sent us these bullet points the next day, which was awesome. Um, so Amanda's going to read a few of them. <laughs> So the first subject is work. Who are the pussies at your office, workplace, and why? And Men- do you have those pussies? Do you recognize them? Are you a pussy yourself? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Self-analyze, bitches. Self-analyze. Men versus women. How are both acting like pussy bitches? <laughs> then paying, this is, you know, paying people to stay home during COVID. Is it creating pussies? Right. No, because it just takes away all of that desire or urge to succeed, to compete, to be better than to move forward in life. So I think that's a big part of, you know, we'll get into it when we get into the relationships too, but, you know, talking about, you know, men becoming too afraid to be men for the fear of being politically correct. Right. Or, you know, we definitely as a society through the, the 
strong women era, there's a lot of beating down men. I totally agree with that. And and basically saying, I can do my life without you. I don't need you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you went for like the 50s of the, you know, suburban housewife that, that, you know, your husband was completely the boss and all of that. Yeah. And then you also, and also in your culture. Mm-hmm. Big time. Big, yeah. Huge, yeah. And all, and then you've got different re, um, religions and stuff that have that hierarchy as well. Absolutely. But it creates, you can definitely take it way too overboard. Mm-hmm. And so you might be, I'm super strong. I can do this myself. I don't need you. But you're also, what is it? It's like you're demeaning that person. Right. You're, emasculating that yeah, person. Emasculating. Yeah. yeah. And so, and that creates, you know, and uh, bitterness, where, tension, yeah. resentment. And to where they don't even Disrespect. Wanna, yeah. They don't want to try. Right. Because they're, they're like, well, if this is how you want to be great when they actually want to be chivalrous and they want to be uh, the man, yeah. which I, I, I still agree with that. I'm not as, as strong as women we are and as independent as we are. I still am a huge proponent on being a, having that mannerisms from a man mm-hmm. for sure. I but still I that, have that expectation. Absolutely. But I think that we as women, especially strong women, can sometimes squash that. Uh, agreed. Yeah. So it's it's our responsibility to to kind of take a step back and and portray those feminine qualities, right? And then it kind of balances right. each other out, right. right? So, but even okay. So going back to the whole COVID thing, paying people to stay home. Well, then that takes all their drive away. Absolutely, it takes your interaction away, your drive away, your FaceTime away, like face to face interaction. The the uh, conflicts that happen when you're you know in person versus when you're just at home, you don't deal with any of that, right? Any of it. So it creates this new, this pussy type behavior. You know, yeah. I say that in my language, like sometimes whenever. I mean, not a whole lot. Okay, let's not get crazy, but I say it sometimes to like Stan, like don't be a pussy. And it's usually whenever we're in a superheated argument. Thing. Yeah. And I feel discussion. like he's being a session superheated. So it doesn't happen that often, but it, I mean, it's maybe happened a handful of times in our entire relationship. But I, when I feel like he's creating things that are more than they need to be, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, it's a, too emotional for me because I'm not as emotional as he is. That's when I get angry when it's, when it's gotten to that point And I've literally said like, don't be a fucking pussy. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's gross. <laughs> I know it's bad. You're like, I'm the one that has the pussy. I don't need you to have one. <laughs> no, it's definitely bad. I mean, even like, uh, you know, some mother-in-laws that we know very overbearing. Oh yeah. Very emasculating to men. Yeah. And so when you do that, you create that scenario. You create a weakness. Mm-hmm. That maybe wasn't there before, but now it is. Yeah. Or even a girlfriend of mine, her father's remarrying and he's now all of a sudden he's got a backbone versus before in the marriage forever. He didn't, he was very just passive. Why do you think that is? You think it's the partner that he's marrying that that he feels more confident with? Wow. Yeah. So, you know, it's pretty crazy how much power you could have over another person whenever you're kind of doing what you're supposed to be mm-hmm. doing. You, you know, like our friend, um, Billy sent us that thing. It says something, even like an alpha female will want to submit to their husband. Absolutely. Whenever they're doing, he's doing what he's, he's designed supposed to, to, to do. do. Then you would, as a woman, want to submit to that uh, man. Right. Yeah. But when they're not doing what they're supposed to do and you have to step up and you, and you have to be 
the alpha, that to me creates an, it's very unattractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not, it's not natural. So I, it's not, you know, we're not naturally bent that way. Even if you're a headstrong person, even female today, as we're raising our kids, all of us are having children and raising our kids and you encourage that kind of behavior. It starts from day one, in my opinion, You're like, Oh, it's okay. They're only third or fourth grade. Everyone should get a participation. It's not a, it's not a big deal I, to me. That starts at that point. Mm-hmm. When you start that early, you're already ingraining in them that this is okay. Yeah. And that stuff truly, in my opinion, truly translates to how they live their lives as adults. Mm -hmm. Like if you are just, you don't, if you instill drive in your children when they're young, that will translate into their adulthood and their success. Correct. A couple other things she put on here for kids is, uh, why was it okay for boys or kids to beat the shit out of each other to solve problems back in the day? And it's not okay now. Yeah, because it's um, what do, what do you call it? Bullying. It's which I get that. I mean, I understand yes. that. Yeah, but to um, solve problems, I mean, there's growth there, but doesn't mean that you does it make you weak if you don't solve problems without beating each other up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty crazy how our culture has completely changed, even yes. just from whenever we were kids. Completely changed. Yes, it's crazy. She put on here, where's the art of being competitive, which is what we were talking about. This is important for life. It is very important for life. Learn how to lose and learn how to win. Whether it's sports, whether it's um, in business, whether it's in jobs, what, you know, if you don't get a job, what do you do? You get depressed, you're upset or what? And you just have to pick yourself up, you know, and keep trying. It just makes you stronger, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Negative things or the loss of learning to lose is makes you a stronger person. For sure. Yeah. Those challenges, that's where you grow. Yes. You're not growing. Definitely gives you growth. You're not growing while you're just. Where you're being coddled or let me hold your hand or it's okay. I'll fix it for you kind of thing, which we tend to do that. Like even for our kids, we tend to be like, look, I got it. Let me help you out. Let me do this. But sometimes you just got to be like, nope, handle it. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to let them fall. Let them get that bad grade. Right. Oh, for sure. And let them figure it out, how Mm -hmm. to fix it. And then she put, are the parents, the pussies or the kids? Like Both said it comes from day it one. It comes from day one. Yeah. It starts with the parents, actually. It starts with the parents to me. Or whoever your um, adult person is in your life yeah. that starts there. Yeah. Whoever you're, yeah. Who's ever influencing you. And on um, the friendship wise, you know, pussy friendships versus real friendships. Yes. That's going to be, that's going to be, um, I, th- I think, that would be like your acquaintances or, or whatnot. Like are people, those people who are just, they want, they want to please everybody. And so they say whatever yeah, to please that person. Yeah. But then they end up going and trying to please somebody else and say, and then getting themselves in trouble. Oh, yes. Just trying to, the people pleasers. They're not peacemakers. They're just like pleasers. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's gross. Very gross. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And we have plenty of people that are like that in our lives, in our circles, um, which is okay. It's just who you are. It's not somebody that ever will be in a, in my tight knit circle. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I prefer people that are like super strong and independent and can do, get shit done at the same time, call you out on your shit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not just be like tiptoe around you, afraid to say anything or whatnot. Or yeah. if you want to call somebody out on their shit and they get so super offended to me, I'm like, don't be weak. It is what <laughs> it is. I'm not making shit up. It's just, these are facts. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, I was in my, 
And these things are eye openers, I think. It should be eye openers instead of being insulted or feeling, you know, rejected. It should be an eye opener to be like, hey, I didn't see it that way. Okay, I see what you're saying kind of thing. Absolutely. But uh, also sometimes it can be our delivery. That's very true. The way we deliver it, how they perceive it. Yes. You know, sometimes it's, I'm reading this book that's about, you know, it's about not living in a state of offense, constantly being offended or being angry or bitter towards people, learning to forgive them mm-hmm. and to release it. And a lot of it is also for, for them, for their sake, going mm-hmm. to them and, and apologizing for your part. Right. You know, you're and for not- making them feel that way, <clears throat> even if you didn't mean to make them feel right. that way. Yeah. I mean, we had a girlfriend that I was, it, you know, we were at an event that we threw and I, the way that I talked to her uh, made her feel very offended. Mm-hmm. And I, and I didn't even think about it because I was, thinking of other things and we were moving really fast and we we're doing like raffles. Right. So you just kind of be like direct, direct, yeah. direct. Yeah. And, and so you came over and told me about it at first. I kind of was like, are you mm. serious? But then, but then I was like, no, I'm going to go talk to her right now. Right. I need to squash it squash because it. it was nothing. And she could have dwelled on that. Right. And it, had she not said anything to you, then she even to this day could be dwelling on that. Right. Right. Cause and, she was a fish. Her feelings yeah. were hurt by it. And I did, and it was nothing I meant like that at all. Right. right. So you never know how you come off to other people. Totally agree. And then for people to be able to come to us and speak to us, we have to create a, a almost like a safe space to right. where they feel comfortable coming up, saying the, that constructive criticism to us mm-hmm. and us not responding in a defensive manner. Right. right? I think it's all training. It's very conscious. Yeah. It's yeah. training. It's like training your mind and like very not- conscious. Like, yeah. It's tough though. I mean, it's, it's, I, I can see it this way when you're saying like for us to accept that, but when it's, when it comes to emotions, that's tough. Mm-hmm. When, it, when it's like your feelings are involved and there's emotions involved, then you react emotionally, which, you know, it's tough not to. Right. Yeah. And that's why, like you said, very conscious. It's mm-hmm. like something you have to be very aware of while you're doing it so that I think once you, you know, you go through your challenges and you're able to practice those things then you kind of get to a point where you your heart is kind of exercised to not be so um to be stronger mm-hmm. and not take things right so you know not negatively or as offensive yeah right so it's it's going but you have to go through things you have you to, have to experience things and if you don't allow yourself the people around you or even your family or your kids or your loved ones or the person you're, you know, in a relationship with or the one you love, you don't allow that to happen. There is going to be no growth. Right. Yeah. And it's just going to be weakness. You're just going to be surrounded by weakness. And I, ugh. (laughs) Pussy galore. Pussy, pussy, the evolution of the pussy. (laughs) Jesus, was there, was the era of no pussy back in the day better or archaic? Mm. We're talking like, like, you know, way back in the days, Roman. What are we talking about here, girl? (laughs) That was no. What is that show? What is that show? I watched like binge watch like five or six seasons of, I can't remember what it's called. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. You digress. Yeah. But that, but back then. Everyone had a role back then. Yeah. Roles have just changed um, over the years. I don't think it was gross. Oh. I think the role, I think women have always been very strong, but they're just in the background. They were just strong yeah. in the background. It was the men that were like up front and showing their, how big their dicks are. But in the background, it was the women that were really running the show, in my opinion, even back then. 
still those those epic decades and years hundreds of years ago. Yeah. It was the men that were in the forefront, but it was the women that were really really running the show. And you see that in so many um old school um epic movies mm-hmm. like in even even in our culture, Indian culture or in the Greek culture, the Egyptian culture. You see all that. You see all the men, but you see the woman that's actually portrayed as a strong one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that what was that movie that it was about a pro- Indian prostitute? Oh was yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me to watch that. I had to watch multiple times because I had to because I had to read the subtitles. Yes, <laughs> I was like, I can't watch it if I'm reading it. <laughs> but see how that showed um, how she gained that respect mm-hmm. from all those strong men, and then yeah. she became like the woman slash man. Yeah, yeah. I took that over that role that was typically yeah. a male. Role. It could have easily shut her down and put her in a dark hole, but she grew a big ass pussy. Ew. She was not a big ass pussy. Ew, that was gross. Even though she has one. Ew. Maybe we should take this part out. Ew, Nira. <laughs> oh my God. What is the right amount of pussy? <laughs> I love her questions. <laughs> well, are we still talking about this or are we talking no, about? Gross. Oh, oh we, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, <laughs> there's, there's always good amount of pussy all day long. That'd be great. <laughs> no. I think there's a lot of men out there that would agree with me. No. I think that's a balance. I mean, right amount of pussy. I mean, you have to be able to gauge the situation and see if you should be a pussy or not. I don't know. Let it go. Learn to let it go. Gauge above. Rise above. You know, pick your battles. All that stuff. But if you're doing that, I don't think that's pussy. I think that's actually strong. I yes, yeah. That's being. That's having. I don't know. That's when you the. I kind of feel like the more. That you care less, like you're, or you're not emotionally hijacked by right. situations. That to me is strength. It's a form of strength, but when you're like that, when you shouldn't be like that, then that's kind of like that. I don't Ish. like that. Yeah, kind of mean. Oh, look at this. We just we're going to give you like a scale, and then you got to find the the scale with a little bitty line in the middle. That's where you have to be, and then we're going to give you the five thousand word definition of what that looks like. <laughs> And then you have to make sure you stay in that at all times. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're winning. You're always winning with us. How much has TV, media, social media affected the pussy factor? Uh, a little too fucking much. <laughs> a little too much. It is way too like, let me hold your hand and let me guide you. That's way too much or like that. Even the way too PC. It's just way feminine. too much. Yes. The whole feminine thing that's pushed on men, like them not being men. Yeah. Not being men. For me also, all these very many women out there that are uber feminist. I can't mm-hmm. stand that. Yeah. I find it disgusting. Yeah. I'm like, dude, find a balance. You don't need to show, you know, how big, how big your tits are, how big your pussy is by okay, being such a feminist. Not, I don't know why you're coming up with these, how big your tits and how I'm big just, your pussy I'm, is. Now we say how big your dick is. So I'm just saying how big your tits it's are. It's balls, Nira. I know, but that's for referring to men. No. <laughs> we say grow up hair. It's always balls. You're like dick, pussy, tits. No, it's balls. <laughs> well, I can make it my own ways. <laughs> you're not the boss of me. <laughs> I'm getting that tattooed on you. <laughs> you're not the boss. I'm of getting me. 80% tattooed on me. I'm getting, you're not the boss of me tattooed on you. <laughs> so ridiculous. But social media does play a huge factor. Massive. In that bullshit. 
media, social media, TV shows nowadays, how they're, mm-hmm. I mean, what their, their the storyline is, what they're basing it on. It's just, it's, it's getting a little too ridiculous. And making, also making men look like the bad guys. Yeah. And a lot of that. And uh, that's, I don't agree with that either. Yeah. yeah. Cause it takes two. Everyone says takes two. Absolutely. I mean, there's be extreme situations that's, you know, just psycho, but other, like just in general sense, definitely takes two. Mm-hmm. And like, well, we're not earlier, talking like crazy abuse yeah, and shit like that. Yeah, we're yeah, not, yeah. we're not referring to that. That's a whole different topic in itself, but yeah. we're not referring to that, but, but we're just talking about in general. But I definitely think that when you're in a relationship with somebody, whether it's a friendship or it's a, at a, at work or it's a spouse or whatever, that you do have a lot of power. You teach people how to treat you. Right. You have a lot of power of, of, of getting them to treat you a certain way. If you learn like the skills of, of communication and mm-hmm. the skills of, okay, like you figure out what makes that, what drives that person. Mm-hmm. And if they are super and you're in a work environment and they're super detail oriented and they're your boss, then do things and be, go above and beyond in that specific areas. And then they'll in turn treat you a different way. Right. Like it's, you would hope. Yeah. I mean, you can do all that you can do. Right. In any situation, which is why I go to a lot of therapy. A lot of therapy. <laughs> My God. But there's definitely, I don't know. I don't know. I do get very, I, I should actually probably ask Stan for forgiveness. Te- te- actually ask Stan for forgiveness for calling him that because it's not very nice. Not nice at all. Uh, to call somebody, especially a male, to being like, say, stop being a pussy. Stop being a pussy. Don't be a pussy. Well, maybe just change your words. Yeah. Or, yeah. What should I change them to? Clown pussy. <laughs> oh, it kind of makes it fun and festive. Clown. Sure, fun and festive. <laughs> I'll go get it like a clown suit. Yeah. Mask. Just walk out. I like how um, Betty White said, you know, they always say grow a pair. Mm-hmm. And she said something along the lines of they should say something about being a, being a pussy because the pussy is the one that takes a pounding. Yeah. <laughs> I got to find the quote. That, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. That's so funny. I don't know what the quote is, but it was so funny. She's hilarious. Like, why can't people just like, I mean, people look at Betty White when she's vulgar and they don't think anything of it. Well, because she's earned it. Yeah. I've earned it. Uh, okay. <laughs> you sure. You sure, sure you have. I've been vulgar for 25 years. Well, I'm years. sure there was many back in the days when she was getting to the point where she earned it, where she was shunned for it. She was like, oh, that's not, that's her, not, you know, ladylike or yeah, whatever you want to call era. it. We don't do, especially <laughs> in her area. Yeah. I'm sure she's gone through all of it. Yeah. She's overcome it. She's probably picked her battles. She probably decided, okay, I won't do it here, but I can do it here. And I don't give a fuck what you think now, but I'm going to do it. You pick your battles, right? But <laughs> yeah, everyone loves her for that. And she's also a comedian. So, I mean, I'm not sure if an, a CEO comedians? exec, no, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if an executive CEO can say, you know, can say the same thing as she did and not be taken. Yeah. Yeah. That would be offensive. That would be offensive. That's why I'm not in that position. (laughs) You are the CEO of your own life. (laughs) And boss, bitch. Of your own heart. (laughs) Wow. I'm going to t-shirt that says that. Look, I have not uh, slept a lot, so. I know, um, poor baby. It's fine. A four day move. God, From building to building. Bane of my existence. This has been the worst, worst four days ever. 
<laughs> it's not it's over. It's nowhere near over. I bet you'd be done in a week. But you got done last night for, well, not done like hanging everything, but yeah, as far but as at least like, like getting organized. Hopefully. Everything. Maybe a solid month. <laughs> well, I'm here. <laughs> should probably take this part out. Nobody no. wants to hear this. 4 a.m. You got it. You moved until 4 a.m. last night. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I came over at nine, so nine thirty. So <laughs> you get five and a half hours. It's all good in the hood, yo. But I really like it. Is this what thing. it is. The era of pussy. I'm not a pussy about it. Yeah. <laughs> this is through. This is through. You girl got to do what a girl got to do. Even if she has to walk the streets with a bell cart across the back and forth, back and forth. This okay? Look a little homeless. Yeah. Someone yelling, yeah, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> You know a lot of people in the building, so that's really annoying. Well, it was actually across uh, where Ninfas is yelling across. Oh, mm-hmm. that's even more fun. <laughs> I was like, hide. No, it is what it is. They're like, why are you pushing that? I'm like, I'm moving. You don't have anyone to do that? No. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> See? No pussy here. <laughs> uh. Well, I think that definitely there's a balance. You got to figure it out and you've got it. It's all and a lot of the chaos that is created is it's just from experience and your circumstances and then you're programmed that way and then you have to fix it yourself. Yeah, you can be programmed a certain way and realize as you're in the world and you see and experience things that you should be like, hey, wait a second. These things need to change in my life or these these are the adjustments I need to make. Especially if you're dealing with the same shit over and over, over again. Over and over again. And it's constantly being repeated. That means something is not getting fixed and something's not getting changed. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't keep blaming. Yes, yeah. you can't keep yourself. blaming. You got to look to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I put a lot of mirrors in my house. Just look to yourself. <laughs> is that why? Yeah. Is that why? Is that why there's one on your ceiling? Uh-huh. Gotta look to yourself? Yep. On my ceiling. Yep, yep, yep. Look to myself. <laughs> Even laying on my back. Look to yourself, girl. <laughs> Oh, tip for the day. Go get you some mirrors, bitch. Yeah. And don't be a fucking clown pussy. So can you handle the tip? tip, tip, tip. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform or message us at Give Me The Tip Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We want to hear from you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. We can take it all. Listen every Thursday to enjoy the train wreck.